He's the only player. Him, Kareem, and LeBron are the only two, only three players to win two MVPs before turning 26. That's wild. Welcome to Let the Play Develop, the show where I am the only host that has made it all to all of the first 10 episodes. Show off. Steven's not here today, so I get to say that. That's the problem with our society. We push perfect attendance too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, no, but uh, 10 episodes. That's wild. We're 10 episodes in. After we finish this episode, we are in the top 1% of podcasts. That is wild. <laughs> Most podcasts don't make it past 10 episodes. That's nuts. So congratulations to us. Click what that on the back. tells you is we are reliable. Rel- <laughs> we are here to stay. We are a trailblazer in the sports in industry. The sports industry. <laughs> <laughs> Climbing the ranks. Where's our invite to you got, NBA All-Star Weekend? You got ESPN, FS1, The Ringer, and then Let the Play Develop. That's where we're at right now. Where is our sponsorship from SeatGeek? <laughs> All right. Oh, trying gosh. To, trying to put us courtside. <laughs> Anyways, uh, for, so for today, uh, we have a great show for you lined up. We have your weekly news as always. We have uh, a continuation from last week with the top 10 all-time draft. We're going to draft five players that we think we would want to build a team around. And then uh, lastly, we're going to make some predictions on the NBA awards because the, the finalists were just announced. So I think it's going to be a good episode. And before we uh, jump in, uh, I have you here plug, plug for your life. Uh, Insta- you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Let the Play Develop Pod at Inst- on Instagram uh, ah, Twitter uh, at uh, LTD LTPD Pod or Let the Play Develop. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, yo, what's up? Uh, good to see your face or see our face. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> conceited much? No, no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for watching on YouTube. Go check us out on all of the uh, streaming platforms. If I'm not mistaken, we will be on Apple Podcasts in the next coming days. Yeah, it should be coming up. Um, I made a mistake. But we're on all the other ones. Uh, and then if you're listening on streaming platforms, hello. Uh, go check us out on YouTube. I feel like it's a lot more intimate of connection where you can see our interactions with each other and whatnot in person and have something to look at. Unless you're driving. You can see our brand new tapestries we just got here as well with... Uh, the goats of this of basketball. We also and got a basketball court one. You can't see it. You might be able to see it up here, but Kobe's jersey is down here. Kobe's jersey is on the floor. Rip that man. Mm. Moment Anyways, of silence. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So yeah, for the three. Um, <laughs> we're gonna be getting some social content up here soon. We're not gonna be like Sacktown with that um seventeen year um, drought, but <laughs> but hey, they broke it. <laughs> that, is, that is my fault. Uh, I've been lacking, <laughs> but hopefully I would. I should. I should. I will. Not should. I will have at least two TikToks slash Instagram videos up this week. Hopefully. All right. If he doesn't, I think we need to. <laughs> We need to make a bet right here. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not going to do that to him. <sighs> hey, man, I'm good on my bet so far on the podcast. He, so. he, he's one for I'm one. I'm one for one. I'm one for one. He doesn't lose, I guess. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's hop right into the weekly news segment. So starting with the NFL this week, uh, New Ravens wa- – New Ravens wide receiver, start saying that three times fast. Odell Beckham Jr. says that he has no assurances on Lamar Jackson's status in an introductory news conference with the Ravens. 
Uh, in a statement, he said, the goal was to come here and have that possibility to play with him. Uh, I didn't get any assurances for anything. Life's uncertain. I think we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, the next day. We only know what's happened in the past. And then, and speaking on a screenshot that started circulating uh, of what appeared to be uh, Lamar Jackson and Odo Beckham speaking on a video call, uh, Beckham said, I don't know if he called me or I called him or whatever. He was just excited about it, excited about the opportunity and the possibility of playing together pretty much. Yeah, I heard that Lamar like said he was recruiting him, or Odell said Lamar was pushing for him. They were like partying day one in Miami after the trade, exactly. or after the signing happened. So I think there's going to be some chemistry there. That's exciting. Yeah, if um, Lamar if Lamar stays, if Lamar stays, which uh, according to their, I think their GM spoke about this week. They they still want Lamar to stay, and they're I think it's trending for him to at least stay for the year. It feels like I know we like Lamar doesn't have weapons, but now with Odell. I think I, I like Duvernay. I think Duvernay's good. And then you got now. Mark Andrews. Like yeah. he's a beast of a tight end. He just had a bad year. Yeah. And then uh, not a bad, just not a crazy year. Get, oh, they have Nelson Aguilar, which he's he's fast. Never mind. I take back all of my statements. He's he's he's, he's good at running. I mean, not he, good at catching. If but it he was can track run. and field, he's set. If he's track and field, he's 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 D one. They told crazy. the track kid you should try out for football. <laughs> 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 Anyways, sorry. So yeah, uh, it's gonna be interesting. No, you're not wrong. That's the funny part. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that situation unfolds this coming season, or will Tyler Huntley be number one at quarterback? I don't think even if that doesn't unfold, that Tyler Huntley is gonna be number one. I think quarterback. they stick with Tyler Huntley. You think they like Tyler play? Huntley? At I least mean, for half the season. At least maybe. for half the season. Nah, that trade deadline, they're they're, tr- they're trying their best. That's going to be rough. Odell, um, I know we just signed you, but you're no. <laughs> just poor guys. Um, so moving on from that, the Dolphins, this just happened today. The Dolphins signed wide receiver chosen Robbie Anderson to a one-year undisclosed deal. I don't agree with the name change. Uh, t- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to insult him. Like, I mean, Robbie Anderson, you do you, island boy number three. I but so accurate though i mean he gets open sometimes so he's he's fast and tall and tall yeah if he has a quarterback that can throw to him i mean which kyler could throw he did kyler could actually see him and couldn't throw him yeah ball. that's it's they just didn't run many plays for him like that was a crowded receiver room for him to try to fit into yeah which this is not a not he's not going into a non-crowded wide receiver room oh i know but he's just waiting for Tyreek to retire in two years. Which he's the same age as Tyreek, so I'm like. Yeah, well, I mean, they still got a few years left on their careers. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Tyreek going to retire to go play Fortnite and and get sponsorships and deals and whatnot. Get attacked by bananas. <laughs> nah, I saw one, I saw one video. It was it like. Default danced on. He was sniping uh, like a, a, a person in a Fortnite banana costume, and then he looks over and there's like eight pointing their snipers all at him. I don't know what's happening between Tyreek and this gang on Fortnite, but it's <laughs> maybe worth being worth some research. It's me. I'm gang, and uh, <laughs> I'm I'm here to take down Tyreek Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, lastly for the NFL, uh, the Cardinals' safety. I'm I'm sorry. Cardinal safety Buda Baker has officially requested a trade from the team on Friday, April 14th. He took um, his name off the Arizona Cardinals off of the Twitter first. His Twitter profile, never good. 
and posted a meme of like the Jordan of something I took that personally. And then people speculated that's about the Cardinals. And it was, he requested a trade. I think it's because he didn't get a contract extension. Um, and he really wanted one, but I mean, at the same time, the Cardinals are on a rebuild. They're not trying to yeah. spend that. Kind of, but Buddha's a beast. He's he's a top, in my opinion, top three safety in the NFL. I think that's very fair. I mean, and because he is everywhere on the field all the time. He's such a high motor. Um, but you know, between him and now D Hop's leaving, and that's not even for money reasons. If he might be with us, but you know, they might neither one might not get traded. But it's just the fact that there's a culture where they don't want to be there is really depressing after you hire a new GM and a new coach. Mm-hmm. Just a tough situation to be a Cardinals fan right now. Yeah, tell me about it. And I'm a Panthers fan. That's coming from me. <laughs> and then we always match up in the playoffs. It's yeah. such a weird, like. When we, <laughs> in the one year out of the ten that we make the playoffs, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so that's all for the NFL this week. Uh, moving on to the NBA, just one thing, but it's a pretty <clears throat> big story. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, but the NBA has officially fined the Dallas Mavericks seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, saying that the team engaged in conduct conduct detrimental to the league by sending out most of its key players against the Chicago Bulls on April seventh, despite still having a chance to reach the postseason. Uh, the league's investigation lasted less than a week and concluded with the NBA finding that the team violated the league's policy on arresting players and had a desire to be to lose the game to the Bulls in order to improve the chances of keeping its first-round pick in the 2023 NBA draft. My take on this, $750,000 is not a big enough of a fine. Bro, that's a, couch change for yeah, Mark Cuban. For a multi-million dollar billion. company. Million dollar company. Well, it is worth billions. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they have there organization struck out structured financially but yeah an organization worth billions and an owner worth billions like that's like a slap on the wrist that's like don't do that again <laughs> but yeah, in reality like they're gonna i mean i don't know people are gonna do what people are gonna and this do this is the second time with that same owner that there's just been an issue mark cuban got um got fined two years ago like two or three years ago because of um he said that he was tank that they were losing games to tank you know, on one hand, I agree with this, but on the other hand, I miss you, Sam Pinky. I wish you were back in the league for the Sixers. Oh, you you did the wrong thing, but you got the right he result. He deserves to be on someone's in someone's <laughs> front office, man. He built a great team. Tank and trust the process. And it worked. The 76ers are great. Well, it's just, like, arguable that, like, Mark was it Mark Jackson, the coach of the Warriors, that really put like coached that team into place, and Steve Kerr come in afterwards yeah. and <laughs> they won the chips. Steve Kerr walks into the locker room in 2017. He looks around, he goes, "All right, Steph, Clay, KD, Draymond, you boys go hoop. Let's go, boys. Let's go. That's all the game plan. That's he, it. He had one year without KD, right? Yeah, and he's still he's still <laughs> looking he's still looking at the other three like." All right, go shoot the ball. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you already got this figured out here. Go <laughs> I mean, hoop. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not shaking Steve Kerr as a coach. He's put together a really good like mm-hmm. game plan, but still, he's really. I think uh, these last two years have really shown him as a coach really well because he he can actually coach really well. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, also, but yeah, so the Mavericks did get a hefty quote unquote fine. Compared to 
I, I guess the other one they got, which was fifty thousand dollars a couple years ago. Yeah, <sighs> so much money, dear <laughs> God. And they're like, <laughs> Mark Cuban's like couch change. That would solve right. so many problems. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Cuban's like, I have shoelaces worth more than that fine. <laughs> he might. Anyways, that's all your news for this week. Should we get into our draft? Oh yeah, let's do it. Okay, so now we're uh, we're gonna do this off the dome, off the top, just off the back of our whatever we can come up with. Uh, I mean, I have my top ten written down, I think somewhere, but uh, top five. Top, um, yeah, we need a, we need a five. He's got a list of ten, but it doesn't have to be out of the players we drafted last week. Oh, it doesn't. No. Oh. So it's your top five players you would build a team around. Um. So that I'm guessing no overlap. means like. Maybe, and this isn't me saying anything about this player, just random, but maybe you think Larry Bird is top 10, but you wouldn't build a team around him, mm-hmm. so you're not going to have him on your list. You know what I'm saying? So we're we're going to draft this, you know, um, just with no preparation other than our knowledge of the NBA, which is probably minimal compared to um, your other analyst, exactly. uh, <laughs> Steven. Uh, but, no, nah, here we go. All right, Seth, do you want first pick? Uh, you want to rock, paper, scissors for Yeah, we quick? can. Let's do it. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Let's go. I knew you were going to pick paper. I needed to get it over with. We can't do this too long on camera. I'm guessing no <laughs> overlap as well. Um, yeah, no overlap. Okay. All right. Um, oh, it's an easy one. S- Wardell Stephen Oh, Curry, never mind. Baby. I'm done. I'm kidding. I'm taking LeBron James. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's so funny. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, I love <laughs> Steph, but I, I mean, your first pick, he'll be there at five. I've gotten so much crap over that. I'm putting Stephen Curry at three last week. Yeah, that's high. Uh, we also ha- got a uh, a formal um, interview or formal uh, audio segment from uh, Chris our, Long, our ECU insider, Chris Long. <laughs> I might, where I might he post that. Kevin Garnett at ten. So <laughs> I'm going to put that list up on YouTube Dude, um, just so y'all can hear. It's going to be audio wild. only. I'm going to put it up. Y'all go, y'all go listen. Me to and Nate it. went to a comedy club the other night. We're on the way. He sends me this file and I'm listening to it. It's like seven minutes long. Hear me out. That list was funnier than anything in the it comedy was club. Insane. Better it, than any joke was how funny that list was. It was trash. It was wild. And I'm only being so harsh towards him because he was brutal on us. He was being exactly. very mean about our list. Uh, anyways, so yeah, I'm starting with LeBron James. Don't get it twisted. And that's why he'll no longer be a host. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I know that he's going to hear this. <laughs> that's why I said it. Um, Nate, but what's your first pick? My number one pick, I have to go MJ. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know that I'm I want to. but I didn't take it. I didn't take MJ. But I feel, here's my here's my reason for picking LeBron. I like NJ Moore as a player, but I feel like I know exactly what I would need to put around around LeBron because we've make seen him it so much, exactly, in so many different situations, exactly. Whereas MJ, he's gonna want to his way of playing is very fluid. We see one blueprint. Yeah, it's all over the court. So I'm like, there's so many more ways you can utilize LeBron. Yeah, I agree. All right, who's your number two? Still pick? think MJ's the better player. Are Anyways. we serpentining this? Uh, we won't serpentine it. Yeah, we'll just go back and forth. Uh, 
I'm gonna put. So, are we putting these together? Like these five is like our team? No, no. These are just five players you build a team around. Oh, okay. Bet Kobe Bryant. Are you kidding me? Let's go. Mm, okay, I respect it. Mm. Number two, I'm gonna go Magic Johnson. That's fair. I just think he's a great orchestrator. I don't know that I. I had him kind of high on my top ten list. Probably should have been a little bit lower. I mean, like lower as in closer to one. But yeah, no, nah, Magic, my number two. That's fair. Um, oh, I didn't give a reasoning behind Kobe. You don't have I to. I feel like he's a, <laughs> I mean, just a bucket getter at number two at this at the shooting guard. So now I can just put a ton of defense and playmaking around him. Michael Jordan and Kobe are the. I'm Michael Jordan. Um, Michael, LeBron, and Kobe are the, like the top three players. Said I just would not question you building a team around. They're just that guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, next is someone that actually was not on my list on my top 10 list last week, because I just feel like he hasn't done enough yet. I'm taking Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm. I like it. Bro, he's a freaking cheat code in real life. It's ridiculous. I just feel like I'm going to go too modern now that you did that. Oh, no, we're definitely going modern (laughs) skewed. (laughs) All right, um, so Giannis, you you can put anyone around Giannis. You got a good team. All right, my number three pick, I'm picking a healthy Kawhi Leonard. That's mm. healthy. I just don't have a good taste in my mouth for Kawhi Leonard. I don't either. Like, but I wouldn't pick it. But after I saw what he did in Toronto, because you can't even say healthy because he's healthy all year. He just doesn't play. <clears throat> Let me rephrase: a Kawhi Leonard that's on the court without load management. Without load management, a Kawhi Leonard that plays at least sixty something games a season. Like, yeah. bro, Anthony Davis was at Davis was actually injured, and Anthony Davis played more games than Kawhi Leonard this season. Mm. That is horrible. I just you still like, get paid your exact same amount of your paycheck. I feel like it doesn't matter who you put around Kawhi. That's why I kind of did that. Yeah. You don't get put, me wrong. When he plays, he's still balling. But, like, I just don't respect the not playing when you can. Yeah. Um. Okay. Number four, going Shaquille O'Neal. That was, I was thinking about it. You're picking Dominic, guys. I, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I know what I can put around these dudes. Okay, I'm trying to think back to my top ten list. Is there anyone else I want to put from up there? Mm, I am going to go. I think I'm going to put Kareem. That's a, that's who I was thinking about before I chose Shaq. That's a good pick. I think I think he's the last one that's going to make it off my top ten. No disrespect to. That's a great pick. Because he's just he's that guy. Kareem was that. Yeah. He was the second. He was. The, he was the probably the second goat. Yeah, I mean, conversation you had Will and Bill back and forth first, and then you get into the era of Kareem, and then yeah, so yeah. now Kareem. I mean, it's a it's a solid pick, and then for my five, I'm taking Wardell Stephen Curry. That's where I'm gonna take my five. I'm taking my five. I told you he'd still be there at five. Oh yeah, he's still gonna be here. Don't get don't get it twisted. I'm still taking my boy because I'm just gonna put a ton of defense and tall guy tall playmakers around him, some extra shooters, some guys that can knock down shots when they start double teaming Stephen Curry because he's sh- like splashing from the freaking logo and whatnot. Yeah, no, he he can shoot from anywhere on the court. It does space the floor for anyone else that wants to play. I don't disrespect it. Number like, f- Co- sorry, Curry no, has no, never played with a dominant, dominant big man. You're like, right. I didn't even. He think really about hasn't. That. Imagine him with a dominant big like, man. That's scary. Like his most dominant big man was Andrew Bogut. Let's get. Like, let's think about that for a second. Don't disrespect Andrew Bogut like that ever again. Andrew Bogut was solid, but he's not Did like. That- 
he's not an all-star by any means. Did that Warrior squad really say, we want every player that had traumatic injuries? Apparently. They said, Sean Livingston, check. Andrew Bogut, <laughs> check. That de- that freaking bench was disgusting, though. It was. It was one of the best benches in basketball. It was, wa- it was insane. The death lineup. Exactly. Also, I love how all the guards, except for Sean Livingston on that on that court, um, on that team, could just shoot the lights out. And then you have Sean Livingston. <laughs> Who <laughs> couldn't take a jump shot to save his life? He could take middies. He could take mid- Oh, he was a mid-range specialist. But if he steps even near the three-point line, it's an air ball. He can shoot it with his foot on the line, but if he gets yeah. behind it. I think he's just scared from his knee injury. He's like, I see the three-point line. It's still there. <laughs> I'm scared. He didn't even st- like, he, I forgot exactly how it happened. Well, he was on a drive. That's what happened. Oh, I don't even know what the heck is going on. He, like, uh, I don't want to discuss it. It was He went up. It was, his knee just went. It was disgusting. Mm. Um, but... My number five, you ready? Yep. I don't really want to do this. I'm scared. I don't want to do it. Kevin Durant. That's, it's fair. You can put anyone around Kevin Durant. You got a squad. It's the best, arguably, just, a, arguably the best scorer. I have a prototype. As as, <laughs> uh, as as far as ability, anyways. All right, recap your number five. All right, uh. Do what? Recap your number five. Oh, recap? Yeah, recap. Stephen, I can't talk. Stephen Curry. No, like no, oh, all five. Oh, you said your number five. Okay, or so top five. I'm sorry. Yeah, I am. <laughs> LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Shaquille O'Neal, Stephen Curry. All right. Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Kawhi Leonard, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Kevin Durant. I can't wait to get a text this week from Steven when he sees this episode. See, me. Why would y'all pick this guy? I don't know what you're gonna... <laughs> Me and Seth get along pretty well. It's Simmons Steven. That Steven. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the peacekeeper. <laughs> That's what's funny. I've known Steven since I, since I was six years old. It, we've been like best friends since we were like six and seven years old. And so we argue so much. But also just because I like to pick at, pick at him. Uh, it's funny because I know exactly how to like piss him off. <laughs> push the buttons. Exactly. Like, if I, like picking Stephen Curry, I knew that would send him like, I can't believe you would do that. I was like, yep, yep, tell me about it. I I, I love that, man. All right. Well, that that, that was a little <laughs> brief segment. <laughs> a lot of no-brainers. We might let Stephen fill you in later, or he might tweet something angry. Well, no, we don't know exactly. what's going to happen. Stephen runs our Twitter, so if you see something wild come from our Twitter about us picking these people, then that's why. Look, Shaq made a list. Shaq made the list this time, Stephen. Leave us alone. <laughs> Let's calm down. All right. Well, that's people the... that were here for episode ten can talk about this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna hate me for that one. Mm. Um, okay, so uh, let's hop right into our NBA award predictions. So, um, starting with uh, NBA MVP. Our three finalists are Giannis Antetokounmpo from the Milwaukee Bucks, Joel Embiid from the Philadelphia 76ers, and Nicole Jokic from the Denver Nuggets. Starting with uh, Giannis, he is – did he win twice or once? He's back He's back to back, hasn't he? Maybe he did. No, yeah, he did, did he only do one? Uh, I actually We don't. are uncultured. We're uncultured. Hold up. We, we, um, I will keep you occupied during this time. Remember. So when Stephen was a child, <laughs> <laughs> just doing his Giannis MVPs. Giannis. Why I didn't look this up before? I know in, this is Jokic's. This would, would be, be Jokic's three piece. He's not going to get it. He's not, no. which I don't think he deserves it either. Mm. Oh my gosh, internet, don't fail me now. <laughs> it's over. 
Okay, I mean... Anyways, I, he's about to, like... I think it's... No, nah, I mean... I think this will be his third. Embiid has third. never won one. Embiid has never won one, which... Which I think this is Embiid's year. But anyway, we'll break down the stats of the three players real quick. Uh, so Giannis this season, he averaged 31.1 points per game, which was fifth in the league. So he has two already. Yeah. So this would be number three. Okay, so Giannis... He's the only player, him, Kareem, and LeBron are the only two, only three players to win two MVPs before turning 26. That's wild. Um, Donis, this season, he averaged 31.1 points, which was fifth in the league, 11.8 rebounds, which was uh, third in the league, 5.7 assists, which was 28th in the league. And then he uh, he led the Bucks to be first in the Eastern Conference with a 58-24 record. Mm. Uh, Joel Embiid, he averaged 33.1 points per game, which was first in the league. Uh, 10.2 rebounds per game, which is eighth in the league, and 4.2 assists uh, per game, which was 51st in the league, uh, leading the 76ers to number three in the Eastern Conference with 50 uh, with a fit record of 54 to 28. And then Nikola Jokic, uh, he scored 24.5 points per game, which was 18th in the league, 18.8 rebounds, uh, which was second in the league. Um, or he must have had, like, one more rebound than Giannis because Giannis was, top, was third and Nikola Jokic was second, but they had the same same average. So it must have been, like, 0.8-something difference or something. I just think so by weird. the stats, by the stats, Giannis deserves it. Maybe so. I don't know. And being number one in the East, not that that's impossible to do. But. Looking at the stats, Giannis deserves it, but I want Joel Embiid to get it. Embiid's going to get it. It's the whole thing of, like, once you hit your peak and you're playing at this dominant level, people stop giving you the MVP because they want a better narrative. True. Not saying that does not mean Embiid does not deserve it if he wins it. He just as much does. It's just Giannis is just as much in the debate, but he's already won too. So, like, uh, it's getting kind of stale. I think think, uh, Embiid snagging the scoring title for the season, I think that was, like, the nail in the coffin for him to get it. Mm. Chris is a Sixers fan, so he's... Oh, God. It gets worse and worse, doesn't it? <laughs> you're a Sixers fan. You're a Saints fan. I don't have anything against the Cubs, so... He's an ECU fan. Okay, we can't slander the man. What is... He's going to have a lawsuit against us. Let's calm down. <laughs> let's, let's scale back. Like, I ain't trying to go... So, uh, so moving on, before we get sued, moving on to Defensive Player of the Year, uh, the three finalists are Jaron Jackson Jr. from Memphis, from the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I can't talk, apparently. Uh, Brooke Lopez from the Milwaukee Bucks. And Evan Mobley from the Cap- Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I'm just going to say, I think the clearest – well, let's do the stats first, and then we'll, and then I'll give my opinion. Uh, Jaron Jackson this season averaged three blocks per game, which is first in the league, and uh, one steal per game, which is 54th in the league. And the Grizzlies uh, were second in the Western Conference with a uh, record of 51 to 31. Um, excuse me. Uh, Brooklyn Lopez at Brooklyn Lopez. <laughs> That's him back in the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that Brooke, man, Brooklyn Lopez. Was Brooklyn Lopez. Brooke Lopez averaged 2.5 blocks per game, which is third in the league, and point and half a steal, which was 201st. Um, the Bucks finished first in the Eastern Conference with a uh, score with a record of fifty-eight to twenty-four, and then uh, Evelyn Mobley averaged one point five blocks per game, which was ninth in the league and point eight steals, which was one hundred and twelfth. With the Cavaliers finishing fourth in the Eastern Conference with a record of fifty-one and thirty-one. My honest opinion, I think this is a clear decision that it goes to Jaron Jackson Jr. So you're going to say Brooke? No, I'm just no, 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 no. <laughs> I, was, a I agree. Beast, bro. No, he he's. 
He he has he has the blocking on his side. He's got the statisticians booking stuff for him Why? that's not real on his side. Um, you know, getting stuff fixed for him. No, I'm joking. Let me stop. <laughs> no, I like Darren Jackson. I love watching him play, and he has been a defensive monster this season. Three blocks per game is insane. How many players can play defense like that and drop forty? Right. Exactly. Plus, he's also averaging the most steals out of all the players, and he plays power forward. That's wild. Like, anyways. But, yeah, I think this is clearly going to Jaron Jackson Jr. If it doesn't, then something's wrong. Uh, which I do think Evan Mobley shows the uh, tenacity to, in the future, be very in the running for this award, though. Because you got to remember, he's this is only his second year in the league. It's only his second? Yeah. Evan Mobley's a – on that note, I want to bring someone up. Mm-hmm. Scotty Barnes really didn't take the next step, did he? No, he didn't. Which, he was also on the Raptors, and their entire team didn't take a step this season. So. I blame Scotty. No, <laughs> that's good enough. <laughs> I, think, I think it's because of the role they have him in. Scotty Barnes is a very point forward kind of player where he needs to be able to facilitate. He's not that big of a scorer. He's a big playmaking, a defense guy. I could see him being like a Draymond Green type of player. On a pretty good team. Don't disrespect Scotty Barnes. I'm just kidding. I like Draymond. <laughs> no, but when Draymond was in his prime, prime I, like, like no one was playing better defense than him, and getting like the amount of like uh, his playmaking was very underrated. I agree. Um, so moving on to uh, most um, improved player, uh, the final, the three finalists for this season. These, this one's wild. I really like this award and how they set it up for this season. So the final three finalists for this award are Jalen Brunson, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, and Laurie Markkinen. Um, going through their stats real quick, uh, this season with Jalen Brunson on the Knicks, last season he played for the Mavericks and he averaged uh, 16.3 points, uh, 3.9 rebounds, 4.8 assists, shooting 50.2% from the field and 37.3% from three. This season on the Knicks, he averaged 24 points per game, 3.5 rebounds, 6.2 assists, shooting 49.1% from the field, and 41.6% from three. Disgusting. So that's a pretty – that's a nice – I was uh, watching him in the um, playoff game last night, and he was balling. Mm-hmm. He was the scariest player on that Knicks roster. Bro, was crazy, dude. Last night, at least. I mean, Jalen Julius Randle's probably the, the best player on that roster. but Julius Randle was getting in some trouble last night. For some mm. dirty plays that he was making that they were just not calling against I just, him. I really like the core, though, of Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, and Julius Randle. Yeah, I think R.J. Barrett has another step to take, though. He does. He's not there. Mm-mm. He could be the third option out of him, though. No, 100%. And I honestly think he could be He could be the second option. He can grow to be the second option because he, yeah. has, he has incredible ability. It's just that he didn't take the same step that the other two did, mm-hmm. which they also have more time under their belt as well. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, number two, Jay, Shea Gilchrist-Alexander with the Oklahoma City Thunder this season. Last season, he averaged uh, 24.5 points, five rebounds, 5.9 assists, shooting 45.3% from the field and 30% from three. This season, he averaged 31.4 points per game, 4.8 rebounds, 5.5 assists, shooting 51% from the field and 34.5% from three. Kid's a stud. He's Absolute a star. Specimen. He's borderline superstar at this the, point. The Thunder are a scary team. Mm. And they, they're they in. The, right? uh, they're one game away from Or did they get kicked out? I think they got 
kicked. I'm pretty You're right. Sure they they, they did. They did. They lost um, against the um, oh god, the Western Conference. They played the Thunder and they won. I mean, the, they played the Pelicans and won, and then they lost in the next one, right? But dude, Shea Gilgis Alexander and Josh Getty have the potential to be probably the best backcourt in the NBA. In in a few come in a few seasons, and then don't forget about Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren, uh, Lou Dort plays his role, but he's going to be a seven footer playing that role. Lou oh, oh, Lou Dort. Lou Dort. I thought you were saying he's like Chet role. I was like, no. they don't remind me of Chet each other Holmgren at all. But I'm going to agree. <laughs> Chet Holmgren is going to be scared if he can bulk up and like get some muscle where he's not so lanky. That, ooh, Don't need LeBron to step on his foot again. Nah. And then uh, they have uh, some other young players, like uh, the two Jalen Williamses. There's there's two on the same team? Yeah, there's Jalen Williams that's spelled J-A-L-E-N, and there's Jalen Williams spelled J-A-Y-L-I-N. L-I-N, yeah. <laughs> and they're both pretty decent. <laughs> so that's a scary team, and I'm pretty sure they still have some draft picks coming up from the Clippers trade. Yeah. No, you're right. That's a wild. Um but yeah, pretty great season from Shea Gorgeous Alexander. And then finally, who I think probably is going to get this award, and I think should get this award, Laurie Markkinen. Last season, he averaged, with the Cavs, he averaged 14.8 points per game, 5.7 rebounds, 1.3 assists, shooting 44.5% from the field and 35.8% from three. This season, my boy averaged 25.6 points, 8.6 rebounds, 1.9 assists, Shooting forty four point nine percent from the field and thirty nine point two percent from three. Kid's a stud. It's between him and Shea. Yeah, I th- I I don't think it. I don't think. Uh, I think Jalen Brunson is the third out of these guys. It's going to come down to him and Shea. But in my opinion, I think Warrior deserves it more. Which the the point differential for Shea Gilgis Alexander is wild. I mean, doesn't um, Lowry have a bigger point differential? Actually, yeah. So so like almost eleven points. That's I don't know, bro. That's just a, it's just because I guess because of it, it's thirty one points. Yeah, no, that's a lot. He took a step that not many players can take. Exactly. But Lori Marketing came from being a, a a decent average role player to be an an all star. Yeah. So he. I hope he doesn't have to serve too long of a term in the Finnish military. Yeah, that's the only thing. I'm curious to see how that works out. If he's just going to go during the off season. I hope it's like just 156 days, I think, is the shortest term. I hope he doesn't have to take time off from the league to go do that. Yeah. Because that that would suck. You got (laughs) to do what your country requires. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. He's not trying to pull a... I can't um, in Enos Freedom and have to hide in America, so... Dear God. Anyway... Uh, moving on to Rookie of the Year, I think this one's kind of a no-brainer, but we'll go. F- we'll we'll read through everything anyways. Paolo Bencaro, uh with the Orlando Magic, he aver- this season he averaged twenty points, six point nine rebounds, three point seven assists, shooting forty two point seven percent from the field and twenty nine point eight percent from three. Three pointer could get a little better, but he's also this is his first time really shooting from that deep. Yeah, um, and he's a power forward, so he he has some room to grow. Uh, Walker Kessler, um, which uh, these stats from. Uh, really show off his defensive uh, prowess because he's a freaking defensive monster. I think he averaged 2.7 blocks this season. I didn't put that up there, but that's wild. That is wild. Uh, 9.2 points per game, 8.4 rebounds, uh, 0.9 assists, shooting 72% from the field. Crazy efficiency. Uh, and 33.6, um, 33.3% from three. And that's from a center. Yeah, he's 7-1. It's ridiculous. 
Um, <laughs> I bet the Timberwolves are Timberwolves are loving that trade. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're 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 patting themselves on the back right now. They didn't even have good beer, dude. It's so bad. It's so bad. Oh my gosh! Season started with a punch and ended with one. Like it's just funny because, as but, I said last <sighs> week, it's just how it is. Yeah, I guess so. It's becoming the NFL. And then <laughs> uh, one of the Jalen Williams from the Thunder is the third finalist, uh, averaging 14.1 points per game, 4.5 rebounds, 3.3 assists, 52.1% from the field, and uh, 35.6% from three. He's a, solid a He's a solid player, but this is a no-brainer. It's going to Palo Banquero. Just all that draft capital, Dude, though, that the 20, Thunder still have. Yeah, which is absolutely ridiculous. But bro dropped 20, 20. points. The efficiency was not great for a big man. No. But. But he's also on the magic. He's also on the magic. <laughs> so he's having to take a decent amount of shots. Yeah, no. I, I like that. I think Paulo deserves it. Yeah. Which, if not, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's just he's going to win it off of volume. Alone. Yeah, volume alone. Um, which Walker Kessler, dude, that's going to be. I, I could see him, depending with his offensive game, I could see him maybe uh, – being in the running for most improved player next year. Oh yeah, I could you definitely see that. Um, so yeah, Paolo Banquero is 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 that your Paolo? Yeah. So uh, sixth man of the year, uh, Malcolm Brogdon with the Celtics, Bobby Portis with the Bucks, Emmanuel Quickly with the Knicks. Uh, this season, Malcolm Brogdon averaged uh fourteen point nine points per game, four point two rebounds, uh, and three point seven assists. Uh, playing 26 minutes a game with the Celtics finishing second in the Eastern Conference with a 57 to 27, I mean 25 uh, record. I can't count. A lot of games. <laughs> yeah, a lot of games. Uh, Bobby Portis with the Milwaukee Bucks. He scored 14.1 points per game, 9.6 rebounds per game, 1.5 assists. Uh, playing 26 minutes a game for the Bucks, who were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference with a record of 58 to 24, and then Emmanuel quickly with the uh, New York Knicks. Uh, scoring 14.9 points per game, 4.2 rebounds, 3.4 assists, playing 28.9 minutes a game for the Knicks, who finished fifth in the Eastern Conference with a record of 47 to 35. I think it's going to go to the Brogdon, but I think Portis deserves it. That's fair. That's very fair. Because, I mean, he is the sixth man of the year, but I feel like Brogdon's a starter that's playing off the bench. Portis fulfills the role of a six man. Yeah, I think Portis also deserves it. No, that probably that, will go to Brogdon. Brogdon's just as much of a six man this year, but like, don't get me wrong. But he's on any other lineup, isn't he starting? Yeah, probably. Which he was a starter for the Pacers full yeah. time. So. They just got Tyrese. Yeah, they got Tyrese Halliburton, which <laughs> great season for him when he was healthy. Dear God, if he can stay healthy, he's gonna be he's gonna be a problem. A great player. In the league, um, but yeah, probably going. Though Bobby Portis deserves it, it's probably going to go to Malcolm Brogdon, yeah. which Emmanuel quickly. Good for him. Good for I, him. He came out of nowhere, kind of. He hit the clutch free throws last night. Exactly. Put yeah. away game one. Yeah, good for him. Um, which the Knicks beating the Cavs in game one was wild to me. Yeah. I really didn't see. That. I thought the, the Knicks had no chance in that in that series, but I think they're good. That's going to be a great series. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of close games last night, except for um, the Celtics and the Dear Hawks. God. <laughs> there was a 40, what, 30 or 40 point difference at halftime? Dude, I don't remember. They had like 74 like to 34, fair. 44. It wasn't even fair. Like, uh, 
I feel like an idiot. I know who won this. The Celtics won. Right? No? Hmm? The Celtics won, right? They had to have, right? Yeah, I'm pretty... <laughs> I mean, the Celtics... Because <laughs> I feel like an idiot now. I just know there was a big point differential. Yeah, no, Celtics... Who won the Celtics versus Hawks game? <laughs> I'm an idiot. I thought the Celtics blew them out. Yeah, it was 112. Yeah, Celtics, to, yeah, it wasn't a blowout. Uh, they it, it, 112 it to 99. But that first, that first uh, half technically was, a blowout, but was really. was wild. Um, it was a good game though. Um, but there were a lot of good games to start out in night one. Just to be clear. Um, so yeah, going to Brockton, the Portis probably deserves it. Clutch player of the year. I think this is new. I haven't heard of this before. Um. But I feel like uh, I didn't put down any stats for this one. I feel like it's just kind of off a of feeling a little bit because, like, I mean, I could, I guess I could have looked up uh, clutch moments up to the NBA <laughs> or like, I, or a way to prove it statistically. It's, there's not really a way to. I mean, you could look up shot fourth, percentage like, in the last two minutes yeah, of or like fourth each, quarter stats yeah. or something like that. But um, the finalists are Jimmy Butler for the Miami Heat, DeMar DeRozan for the Chicago Bulls, and De'Aaron Fox for the Sacramento Kings. Let's just be honest. This is not going to DeMar DeRozan. There's no way. They didn't even make the playoffs. And he was a, he just did not play that well this, this season. I'd like to see Fox get it. I would not mind Fox getting it. Jimmy Butler, depending on how the uh, – Jimmy Butler is a – it just depends on if they take playoffs into consideration. Yeah. It's this award value. We all though. know Jimmy Butler is a different breed in the playoffs. Oh yeah, no different. They don't. It's a regular season award. Okay, so yeah, it's the Aaron Fox is probably going to get it. Then, yeah, I don't know that award. I just don't have any feelings yeah, it's, about it. It's kind of tough because you kind of just have to. It's kind of just a gut feeling award. Participation <laughs> trophy yeah, award. Exactly. I mean, you're clutch, but you're never going to be um, Robert, also, Robert Horry. <laughs> you're having <laughs> to be clutch, which means your team's not that good. Do they call it the Robert Horry Award? They should. I don't remember. That to would be, be beautiful. Okay. But, yeah, uh, and then finally, the, uh, the coach of the year. Um, the three finalists are Mike Brown in his first season with the Kings. Who? I'm, I don't even want to try to say that name. I tried to look up how to say this name, and I still was confused. Uh, Mark Dayeknolt? We're going with it. We're going with it. Mark Dayeknolt from uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder in his third season with them, and Joe Missoula the fir- in his first season with the Boston Celtics. So, um, st- <laughs> Could have been you, Adoka. <laughs> Dear God. Um, bro, just stay on the straight and narrow, guy. That's all you had to do. <laughs> All you had to do. Um, so starting with Mike Brown, his first season with the Kings, uh, hit last season before he started with them, they did, they were they finished with their record of thirty and fifty two and were twelfth in the Western Conference. Mike Brown in his first season with the Kings led them to forty eight and thirty four in the third seed in the Western Conference. Respect, big respect on that. Um, Mark Dagnall. Uh, with his third se- um, in his third season with the Oklahoma City Thunder, last season they had uh, in his second season. Last season they had um, they finished with a record of twenty four to fifty eight, and were fourteenth in the Western Conference. This season they finished forty to forty two, um, forty and forty two, uh, with being ninth in the Western Conference. I don't think this goes to him. No, if it does something wrong, they didn't make the playoffs. No, they didn't make the playoffs. But I mean, it's re- he he he's doing a great job. And he's a great coach, but he's not getting this award. No, I think I think he's the right coach for this team, though. Oh no, he is. Um, and once they, they get more players in there and players get healthy, 
I think that's a big part because even their star players, like Shea was health was out for a decent amount of games. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And so was Josh Giddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Chet was out the whole season. Uh, Joe, uh, finally, Joe Missoula, who I feel like is the uh, actually never mind. I don't think he's the front runner. I think Mike Brown has to be the front runner for this reward. That turnaround. Yeah, yeah. that turnaround's ridiculous. But uh, Joe Missoula in his first season with the Boston Celtics, uh, this season. So last season they were 51 and 31, finished second in the Eastern Conference, and they were right back in that spot this year, uh, except they won six more games. They were 57 and 25 and were second in the Eastern Conference. I feel like this goes to Mike Brown just because that yeah. turnaround alone is ridiculous. That's crazy. Good, good for you. And he's good got a simple him. name. They yeah. don't have to worry Mike about Brown. trying. Don't have to worry about trying to pronounce diagnose. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like, like, like I'm so I'm not, I'm not trying have to disrespect your family. You. We have or, respect like, for you. But, like, dog, can you, like, can we have a phonics lesson on how to say your last name, please? That would be great. Just listed as Mark D. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, there's, like, a silent G, guys. The silent A. It's just Aignol. Wild. Anyways, uh, anything else to say on that? No. So, just to no. recap really quick, uh, MVP, Giannis. Giannis for me. But, but I feel like. Embiid's getting it. Get it. Uh, he's play of the year. Zero Jaren, question. Jaren Jaren Jackson, Jackson Jr. Uh, uh, most improved. Shea Gilgis or Lori Markinen. I think it goes to Lori Markinen. Same. I mean, I think Shea might get it. Shea might get it just because of the the 30-something points. Uh, rookie of the year, Paolo Bencaro is getting it. Um, Six-man, uh, Malcolm Brogdon will probably get it, even though Bobby Portis probably deserves it more. They both deserve it, but yeah, I, I, would I wouldn't go with be Bobby. mad at either one. To yeah. be honest, um, clutch player of the year, just a shot in the dark. I'm going De'Aaron. Uh, I'm gonna go Jimmy Butler. I'm going De'Aaron Fox. That's fair. Uh, coach of the year, Mike Brown. Mike Brown, Sacramento Kings. Uh, 57 wins is still impressive though. For it Missoula. is. It really is. Uh, having more than the last season because they were still good. They made it to the championship last season. They lost to Dove Nation, baby. Um, they took an L last night. Leave me alone, okay? <laughs> We're not losing a single seven-game series this year. We're going straight back to the championship and taking it all the way. And Stephen Curry will be known as the greatest player of all time. He needs about four more. He'll have more than LeBron. He needs about four more. <laughs> wow, okay. Anyways, um, so <laughs> that's all we have for you today. Once again, you can go find us on Instagram and TikTok at Let the Play Develop Pod. Um, on, you can find us on Twitter at LTPD Pod or Let the Play Develop. If you're watching on YouTube, hi, how are you? And uh, <laughs> uh, uh, go check us out on streaming platforms. We're about to be on Apple Music. We're already on Spotify, Deezer, and all, a bunch of other stuff. Google Google Podcasts, I think, is a thing. Um, and then if you're listening on streaming platforms, hello. And uh, you can go check us out on YouTube. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's a lot more intimate experience. You get to see our somewhat pleasant faces, I guess, or unless you don't want to. I guess. Hey, we may not be your favorite podcast, but we're your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> oh, okay. If, if no other reason to go watch this on YouTube, we have new tapestry flags that you can come look at. They're very beautiful. I very much like this one with... Uh, with uh, MJ and LeBron. Yeah, it's got the goat up there. Morning Kobe. I'm just not going to say which. Yeah, it's got the goat somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I see Stephen Curry somewhere in the I'm kidding. Kareem fans <laughs> punching the air right now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Anyways, uh, you have anything else to say? Nah. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll see you next time for episode 11. We made it 10 episodes, baby. Have a great week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>